Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another off-season pod. Not a solo one today. We've got another man in the booth. It's Nom again. Nom, how are you, mate? Yeah, very well, mate. Just uh, looking at some of the position updates, some uh, some sprinkle of super coach uh, news to get us through the uh, the summer here. Yeah, look, you know, we're, we're at that time. The team picker has been released for all the gold super coach members. So I'm not going to lie to you, know, I've had about five different goes at it. Um, <laughs> but one thing I did want to talk about is the old dual position. We all know how valuable the dual position is, but I feel like this is the first time in, I think this is our fifth year or fourth or fifth year doing it again, uh, full time, where we are lacking some talent this year because I've sent you a picture. Uh, shout out to the Super Coach Whisperer who uh, who posted this one with all the updates. He's put on their key losses. Mate, there's not key losses. It's mass losses because everyone I've noticed basically lost their dual norm. Let's... Uh, Let's go through it because I think there's obviously some that we don't really need to talk about, but let's make our way down the list here. Uh, the first two are the two Brisbane boys, Selwyn Cobo, Ezra Mam, losing their fullback uh, eligibility. So all of a sudden now that leaves us in the... Some some pretty nice Bronco youngsters are going to be... You've got to make a decision if you want to keep them or not. So I think let's start there. Let's start with Brisbane. Um, obviously, we'll go through and do an in-depth one on their team, but... Selwyn Cobo, Cobo, Ezra Mam. You weren't probably going to play them a fullback anyway, but just losing that dual flexibility does hurt a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, just first thing off, just looking at some of these losses, I mean, what hits hits us the most is a lot of them are your sort of spine positions that, that you're losing, you know, your fullbacks, your 5A's, your hookers, and, you know, we all know hookers were already very dire, so... Um, yeah, losing some of these um, key sort of spine positions, it's it's really got to hurt depths moving on to 2023. You mentioned it there. I think I think the one that really hurts the most is Hooker this year because I think two mm. of the stealthiest ones from last year in Ruben Cotter and Cam McInnes losing their two RF. So and it's interesting because Ruben Cotter now goes into the prop rotation in the front row <laughs> forward, and Cam McInnes only two RF. So that's two huge ones where you had that flexibility to switch up and down. Losing them mm. now, uh, and where those guys have kind of gone in because I think Cotter into your front row rotation now, you know he's going to be highly priced and in draft especially. I think if you want to put Ruben Cotter as your first front row forward, you have to put play a pretty a pretty big premium to get him. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean Cotter. I mean, pretty sure he was two RF and hooker last season, so it's a, yeah. a complete one eighty for him. And looking at the Cowboys, let's look at them in general because they've got five huge ones here. So Ruben Cotter loses the hooker. Tom Alola mm. loses the front row forward who only go two RF. Dearden, who was one of my favorites, who you could flick between 5'8 and halfback, only is only now a 5'8. Scott Drinkwater, who this one is pretty astounding to me. I, I know he played most of fullback last year, but the fact that he loses his 5'8 is now only fullback really limits him. And mm. Val Holm losing his fullback and only being center. I was really ready to have about, you know, five to six Cowboys in my team thinking about these jewels. But now that I've lost all of them now, it just means, especially like someone like a Val Holmes, center only, if you want to get that premium center, you have to go pay a pretty big premium for him. Yeah, that's right. Um, what I will say is, I guess, you know, between all these uh, Cowboys losing their sort of dual positions, I mean, 
next year they they better be pretty generous with those sort of uh, updates you know how uh, they introduced the 2022 updates was it at round six 12 yeah. every sort of five six, six rounds, rounds they, they should be very generous with adding some of these back in uh after the first few weeks you kind of look at it like I, i'm actually pretty astounded like you look at someone like you know not really super, super coach relevant but tamari martin so he was mm. fullback five eight he loses a fullback but he's not going to play fullback for the Warriors. He's going to play 5-8 because Chance is going to play fullback. Exactly. So to me, like I understand that you, you need to do your duels by the number of positions they played last year, but you should also kind of look forward to where they will play this year because, you know, even like Murata Niakore for the Warriors, he loses his center duel. There's a chance he plays center. I think they're pretty shallow in the outside backs. So I could see him playing a bit of center. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a bit surprised. I think the one that you and me spoke off, off, off mic about that were the Actually, there's two that really shocks us. First is Joey Manu losing the fullback. That's a G up. I mean, Let, he's let's touch that, three, let's touch that first because it's guaranteed three a season, probably looking even more closer to five. He plays fullback for New Zealand. He's probably the second best fullback in the world. <laughs> we can only play him at centre in Supercoach. It's a little bit silly. Uh, that's a G up. Right and there. then the other one is Brandon Smith, who played barely any hooker last year only played in the in lock he goes to the roosters to play hooker he keeps his hooker loses his two rf so it's the exact opposite of tamari martin no, there's no consistency on this side there needs to be an investigation you know they're sort of making it harder for us especially draft players you know it's it's gonna lose um you know losing a lot of depth and um yeah it's gonna make those uh i, I think it might actually make those that draft day sort of or that more um more interesting. Oh, like for me, I'm just looking. So let's look at the halves quickly because we can kind of move on. But we can let's talk about the halves quickly because you look at guys like so Ezra Mam, uh, we've got Dearden, Drinkwater, uh, Tamari Martin, Moylan, uh, who else we got here? Sam Walker, Luke Brooks, all have lost mm. their jewels, and they were all dual kind of flexibility in the middle. If you now look at if we quickly go in a team picker here in the app. And saw and let's go to just halfback and five eights and sort of buy who is a uh dual only. They're slim pickings, mate. It is honestly slim pickings. It's gonna be the 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 way that we're gonna have to draft this year if you're looking for someone who wants to be flexible. If I just go halfback, if I just sort of buy halfback and go dual, your top pick is Jackson Hastings. That is the that is the the top guy you can get. From last year's rankings, who was a jewel? Just going down the list: Hastings, Milford, Tyson Gamble, Tanner Boyd, Cooper Johns. That's that's it. And then we go to five eight. Um, AJ Brimson keeps his fullback five eight, but then it's the same guys. There's actually no one else, so there is no one you can toggle between your five eight and your halfback really this year of note. It's going to make mm. it ultra important if you're going to pick someone, and I think especially. I think the big thing it's going to affect is the way you resemble your bench because now you might have to have a yeah. quality backup on the bench. You might have to spend two high picks to cover. So I don't know. For me, I, that was the thing that was shocking when I kind of looked at the team picker this year because, you know, you always love to start your season with jewels, but really hooker, 5'8", and halfback have been gutted. Yeah, it adds... um. I guess adds even more value for those sort of rare gems who are still lucky enough to hold on to their dual positions. So I will mention that there is a there is one bit that has taken it up. So center 
seems that there is a chance to get some jewels in here because just looking, okay. there is three who I think will be starting fullbacks who are going to have jewels. So Horace Loan from the Dragons, Charles Eagle Hookstad for the Warriors, and the Hammer for the Dolphins. Those guys are all going to start with center wing fullback eligibility. I think all three of them will lose it by next season because I think they're all going to be playing fullback. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like center wing, you're going to be able to potentially get some jewels. But every other position, you're going to be playing it. You're going to be playing exactly who it is. There's going to be no toggling. Uh, I think what it does do, Norm, especially in classic, is it's going to make your reserves uh, very important in your center wing. You know, you've got your. You know, your Ben Trevojevic's of the world, your Max Kings of the world. Anyone you can kind of toggle between, you're going to have to have a few of those cheapies, nuffies on the bench who you could flick between because there's going to be some, there's going to be some real carnage with being able to. I think last year we were very, very spoiled from the looks of it. The way that they've... Um, I think so, yeah. Well, they've gone that harsh where they must have looked at it and gone, there's, it was far too easy to flip between. Mm. Um, so, yeah, look, mate, it's going to be very interesting because... As we've all kind of seen every season so far, and at least our draft league, it, the two things that are most important is now your first pick and have some good jewels that you can trade through the season or use. Obviously, you had guys like Isaac Targo last year, who obviously loses one as well now. So, look, very, very interesting. Let's keep, let's keep an eye on it because uh, as we kind of ramp up, I just feel like, like you said, in round 6, 12, and 18, they're going to have to get really flexible with it because I think there's going to be a very big outcry in those first that first month of footy to go. A couple of injuries and suspensions, you're going to be burning through those trades very, very early. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, it would be tough to sort of improve on how, how you went last season in Classic. How did you go? Top 100, was it? Top 50, mate. Got the 50th Top place 50, overall. There you go. Um, but yeah, I'm already thinking about trade. I think trades this year, We all, I think every year everyone says, you know, trades are a premium and they're gold. I think mm. this year, even more, I'm not going to be, you know, oh, there's a cheapie on the bubble. I'll have to bring him in. There's going to be a lot of um, thought-out decisions to be made. But let's move on. I think there's plenty of time we can talk about the old uh, dual positions. But let's go on to a quick game of who would you rather. So I've given you, how many have I got here? I've got seven different mashups here. Just want you to quickly tell me who would you rather have in these scenarios for the Supercoach 2023 season. Oh, here we go. Let's go 5-8 first. Okay. Who would you rather have, Anthony Milford or Matt Moylan? So Milford being the star playmaker for the Dolphins, he is dual 5-8 halfback, or Matt Moylan for the Cronulla Sharks, who was a 5-8 only. Who would you rather have? Oh, that, that is a tricky one. Uh, I don't have any numbers in front of me, so I'm just going off by gut feel. Um, oh, jeez, I... That, that is a hard one because I guess, you know, at the Sharks, you got Nico Hines playing, um, I guess, dominant playmaker. At the Dolphins, you're going to have, you're going to have Milf. He could be rejuvenated under Wayne Bennett. It could be that sort of a redemption story, but there's also... Uh, you got Sean O'Sullivan there. you got Sean O'Sullivan, who's, who's quite handy. Yeah, look, I'll go Milf just because, I mean, it was almost a sort of... Um, the fact that Moylan didn't get injured last year, I mean, I think that's that was a very rare occurrence. I, I don't know if Lightning can strike twice in 2023. Yeah, I'll go Mill for two reasons. One, I think what we know what we're going to get with Moylan. Uh, I think yeah. Mo- Milford is a bit more variance, and he's got the jewel. 
Uh, I think if you're picking, you know, I assume these two guys will either be undrafted or one of the last couple of picks in the draft. Uh, always go for the jewel in the unknown there. So let's go to the next one. Let's go to the battle of the fullbacks. Who would you rather have, Dylan Edwards or Reese Walsh for the 2023 season? Both fullback only. Oh. I think I'm going to have to go Dylan Edwards just because, you know, I love my Panthers. And he's, you know, if he can stay healthy, he's just the work rate he gets through. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Dylan Edwards for this one. Yeah, I, I, I said Dylan Edwards as well. I still think Dylan Edwards after having to think about it, but I don't know. I think Reese Walsh, He's gonna be the back. Be the risky player. player. Like he could, he could, he's got a huge ceiling. Yeah. So Adam Reynolds will be the kicker there, but if he gets injured, potentially Walsh takes that. You know, there is yeah. a chance he can have a fifteen try season. Uh, yeah. But then again, Dylan Edwards, we know what team he's in, and he could have a fifteen try season as well. So I think that's a pretty easy one there. Let's go to the battle of the second rowers: uh, Isaiah Papali'i or Angus Crichton, both two RF only. Who would you rather have for the twenty twenty three season? Oh, I mean, Isaiah Papali'i, I mean, I didn't want to go near him last season because, you know, the whispers of him going to the front row or whatever, but, you know, he's work rate. Um, I don't have, again, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure Isaiah Papali'i, he was one of the um, top second row forwards, front row forwards last season, but I'm going to have to actually go Gussie here uh, just because in this, I mean... With the Roosters, it's hard to go past him. And he had such a good World Cup as well. Um, yeah. It's a tough one because you think about it, right? You've got Papa Lee coming into a new system at the Tigers. We're it's not sure how system, they're going to yeah. play. Exactly. You've got Angus Crichton, who started slow last year, but then really kicked on and had a dominant World Cup as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. leaning Angus only because I know yeah. we're going to get, and I think that that Rooster team has a chance to be even more special this year. But yeah. it won't surprise me at all if Isaiah probably just goes over there and be the workhorse as well. So a slight nudge to Angus. So I think I'm with you there, Nom. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the battle of the halfbacks. Uh, Jamal Fogarty versus Sean Johnson. Who would you rather have for the 2023 season? Both halfback only. Both halfback only. Do they do the goal kicking there? So it looks, yeah, it looks like Fogarty will keep the goal kicking. Uh, yeah. SJ, it's going to be tough to see who gets it. I don't think it will be him, but I'd be surprised. He, he's had his ups and downs with the goals, um, but it may be him at the end of it. So let's just say they both have it for the sake of argument. You've obviously got the Canberra Raiders, who are very inconsistent last year. Foggy did not play a lot of games, came in injured, no. had to play himself into fitness. And you had SJ, who was there for most of the season, a couple of nicks here and there, but should be an improved Warriors team. Should be, but um, having said that, I think I have to go with Fogarty just because you know he'll have a full sort of preseason under his belt. With Sean Johnson, I think he's just got a bit too many sort of uh, wrist liabilities. He's got the top tissue. Um, look, I'd love to have a sort of that redemption story that we were supposed to have uh, in this last season for SJ, but I think he's past his prime, unfortunately. Yeah, at home, lots of games in New Zealand. I'd love to see SJ kick on. If there is going to be one more redemption season, this has got to be it. <laughs> uh, but as I think you'll see in the coming pods when we do the previews, I'm very, very high on the Raiders this year. I think Jamal's going to have a big year, so I'm going to pick Jamal with you there, mate. All right, let's go to the Battle of the Center Wings. Very important, the Center Wings. I've got two here for you. Who would you rather have? Campbell Graham from the Rabbitohs or Murray Tualangi from the Cowboys? 
I think these are going to be two of the better attacking teams in the comp. Tuolini's turned into one of the best finishers in the game. Kimball Graham, one of the yes. biggest workhorse backs in the game. Who would you rather take there, mate? Look, if at the start of the 2022 season, I would have gone to just because, you know, he had... I didn't see the Cowboys being such a dominant team as they did. And, you know, every time that they did score in the past, Tuolangi, he seemed to bag two... He seemed to bag them in doubles. But uh, after seeing this sort of 2022 season play out, Tuolangi, he's not the sort of main sort of focal point in that left edge anymore. I'm actually going to go Campbell Graham just because you know what you're going to get with him. He's got a massive base. And even if he's on that sort of less dominant right-hand side for Rabdos, he's just... Uh, he's just a gun, I think. He's, uh, he, you know, he's cracked a World Cup side, and I think he's, um, yeah, onwards and upwards for him. Yeah, this is probably the toughest one for me. Uh, I really love both of them. Cameron yeah. Graham, like you said, he's just gonna, he's gonna have the high. I think he will have the higher average. Uh, he'll yeah. be more steady. Too long, he has a chance to crab more tries here and there. I'm gonna have to go too along just because I, I believe in yeah. this Cowboys team this year, but it's a very, very close call. Let's go to the second last one here, mate. Let's go to. Two former teammates versus enemies this season. Let's take the big boys up front, the prop forwards. Let's see if Newcastle made the right decision, Nom. Would you take Daniel Siafidi or David Clemmer for the 2023 season? Yeah, that's that's another hard one because Clemmer obviously you know had a huge sort of season with the Knights there in 2022. But I'm gonna oh, you know I'm gonna pick Daniel actually to bounce back. Uh, you know he's he's gonna be partnering his his brother there, um, and I think he can get himself back in Origin form. Yeah, another guy who had an injury affected year last year. Clemmer had a big year, but didn't translate to team success. Does he see the same minutes at the Tigers? Um, has he gonna adapt into that team? Like you said, the Saifidi boys leading the line. I just think there's gonna be a lot of minutes for Daniel up there. I think he's going to turn mm. into one of these 60-minute forwards that can really do a good job. I'll give a slight nudge to Daniel as well. I think the Knights made a good decision there. No matter what you think of Jackson Hastings, you got Clemmer, big contract off the books. More minutes for the young forwards. I think it's a win-win. But let's go to the last one, mate. Let's wrap it up. Let's go to the hookers. And I've got two guys here, two guys in New Jersey's. Who would you rather have, Reed Marnie for the Bulldogs or Brennan Smith for the Sydney Roosters? Who would you rather have, mate? Or Reed Money or Ben Smith. Um, Reed Money. Let's see. So in this new dog side, look, I think I'm actually gonna go Brent Smith here, just because because of the Roosters. I mean, it's hard to go past the Roosters. I know he's, you know, he's probably that sort of 60, 60 minute player. He he doesn't. He's definitely not a full eighty minute player. But I think. You know, with his ceiling and uh, with this Roosters attacking side, I just it's hard to go past him. Yeah, for me, it's it's an interesting one because I kind of see some similarities between uh, Coruscant and Reed Marnie, and I'm just thinking back to when you know we haven't really seen when Matt Moore was play- sorry when um, Matt Burton was playing for the Panthers. We didn't really see him in the half much. We couldn't see how that dominant hook will go next to him. I want to go read Barney. I think he has a he has a big season in him. Um, I, I just don't know how the the Bulldogs are going to attack. I feel like there might be 
just get the ball out, shift it wide, get it out to the playmakers out wide. Uh, but like you said, Brandon Smith can go through the middle, can borrow through himself. Um, let's go, Brandon Smith. I think you're right there. Um, the jewel would have absolutely nailed it for him, but if you, even at hooker, I think he's going to be one of the top five hookers in the game this year. I'm not sure if Reed Money can carry that in a new squad with a new playing style, but I think the, the point of this exercise, mate, is there's going to be a lot of decisions coming up for super coach owners to, whether it's in classic or in draft, where you've got to kind of stack these guys up and pick them when you're on the clock. Um, it's going to be a very, very fascinating offseason as we keep going through. So let's leave it there, mate. Thank you for coming on. As always, we'll have many more pods throughout the rest of the season, uh, leading into the preseason, into the regular season. So thanks for coming on, mate. Looking forward to it. It's getting closer, isn't it? We've got a team picker out, and uh, yeah, can't wait to get more into it as the preseason goes on. Christmas this week, New Year's next week, uh, into January and into February, mate. So you're definitely right. Let's get into it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.